God, Hello. I'm, I'm not used to having beers like that. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, okay. And now, from beautiful Austin-adjacent Leander, Texas, the most prolific independent film and entertainment podcast on the planet, he is Clarkson. I am. I am Jim. We talk shit about movies so you don't have to. We are the Film Thugs. Barbaric! And now this is happening. Hear me. Ugh. My God. So. <laughs> oh my. Oh my, indeed. First, but even before we get this movie, interesting, interesting time yesterday. Hey, wasn't what it? Happened? Yeah. <laughs> so, the way well, let's start this out. I turned forty years old yesterday. Yes, he did. Forty-year-old man, and uh, we went to uh, Estancia. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. For those of you who've never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, do yourselves a favor. Yes, but what you don't do is nearly choke to fucking death there. You don't. You You don't don't. do that, Clarkson. You don't. don't. I'm sitting there, and I heard it inhale. I heard you inhale. I heard like a... Like, whoa, that's not supposed to And I looked over, and you were like, (laughs) hitting your chest, coughing. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Complete. No. I mean, like, oh, I've got a little something stuck in my throat. Yeah. My windpipe was completely cut off. God damn. Completely and utterly. And I was, like, about to get up and VJ goes, help him. And I was like, F- yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> so will. So I immediately I'm lean it. over, try to get it that way. But my uh-huh. next thought is, all right, if I don't do, this doesn't work, chair. Yeah. And you're like, at least Jim is here and, and then can I pull thought, this shit off. Before I get to yeah. that chair... Jim will grab me by the hoo that I got it out. Right, right. God damn, that was just terrifying. His eyes widen. A spit comes out of his nose. Yeah, yeah. It's a slight, it's finally happening in his eyes. No, no. I sorry. knew it was going to be you, Steak. I knew, I knew it was going to be you. That honestly, I love the steak there. The steak, fantastic, but the lamb Holy shit. was on fucking point. Those little lamb chops went, oh, oh. Yeah. Holy fuck. Fuck. Yeah, really good. Those were on. Really good. So, I didn't die. No, he didn't. But I almost died of fucking embarrassment. And I am not <laughs> someone who gets embarrassed easily. Yeah, yeah. That was, I, I, you went to the bathroom and VJ and I were like, what, could he be, like, is there be like a dry drowning going on? Could something no, go? No. We went in there, you were just, we look I in. I had to clean myself up. No, they were like, uh, Clark's, yeah, I'm okay, man. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all fine. Right. I'm just fine. Fucking, I have to just, recenter I'm, myself here. I'm, I'm a bit shocked. It was it was an interesting ordeal to say the least. <laughs> then I made it out. God, then we go to the beer market. Yeah. We sit outside. Now what's great about this night is there was uh at the, the restaurant across the street, there was a duo duo playing. And it was one of yeah. those where they had like a, a, a rhythm track going behind mm-hmm. him and the guy was playing guitar and the woman was singing. Yeah, well most I sing. Singing. Singing yeah. is good. We'll go with that. They played, uh, what song was that that they played twice? Two Tickets to Two Paradise. Two Tickets to Paradise twice. Yeah. The woman was, was not a great singer. But she was into it, boy. Shit was she into it. Dude, just kind of like one leg, then to the other, uh-huh. kind of shake and shimmy. Like, she was playing it like, like she was in Aerosmith. Yes. Like, she was up there yes. just having the fuck at it. But then, so we're sitting outside in the lovely patio area there, and uh, white trash exploded all around us. It did. Uh, I, Nicole's eyes widened. She's like, that person has their, their ass out. 
And I, and I look over, and there is an ass out. A complete ass. A complete ass. Yeah. The whole fucking the thing. The whole full moon. Yeah. In full of grande. Yeah. Full ass. Mm-hmm. Just fucking over there staring at us like this is what's supposed to be happening right and now. And mooning her table full of people. And yeah. uh, other things started to happen. Objects started to go places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were talking very loudly about... Um, Dre- the three guys needed to cleverly dress as a penis and testicles for, for Halloween. Halloween, and one guy, I've got a penis costume, which, not surprised. No. Not at all surprised. No. I, of course. Of course he has one. Of course my horse. Because, yeah. 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 Um, and then a guitar arrived on the scene and songs about... Penises were improvised, and we got out. Finish him. No. Uh-huh. I went home, laid down on the couch, drink a beer, watch Metal Mania. Rainbow in the Dark came on, and I was like, okay, the night's perfect. I'm going to bed. <laughs> the night is flawless. I yeah, am yeah. out. Saw your post. I was like, oh, he went to bed at a reasonable hour. I did. I did. When did you go to bed? Uh, went back, watched the Metal Mania, had one more beer, uh-huh. and I was in bed by 12.15. Yeah. It's about right. It's about right. Yeah. I tried to watch uh, a little Zach Bagans winky face. Oh my god, that has gotten uh, so I, weird. I got now. about nine minutes in. I fell asleep. Yeah, that's gotten. It's missing that. Like, what's weird is early on with the show, the kind of lo-fi, like the low budgetness, made that show so much scarier. Yeah. Now that they've got money and they're putting production value into stuff, it's not like those first those first handful of episodes were genuinely creepy. Yeah. Um. But I agree. It's the uh, the low budget adds to yeah, the, yeah. to the uh, atmosphere. Now that they do have a big camera crew that they go around yeah, with, yeah. and he, it's like because it used to be three dudes with a bunch of cameras walking around an abandoned hospital by themselves at night. Now right. it's like, oh, we got a nerve center that everything's piped back to. We're on walkie talkies with each other. It's he works with the uh, uh, cutting edge professionals in the field. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Inventors and engineers. Yes. Yes. Innovators and demonologists. <laughs> uh, demonologists. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's coming from a guy that has two demon tattoos. Yep. And snickering. Yep. You've got problems. Yeah. I'm a, de- I'm a professional demonologist. Professional demonologist. What's that? What do you pull in? Net. Fuck it. Gross. Does that include my work at the Taco Cabana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cabana. Yeah, Cabana. <laughs> oh, man. I make the guacamole at Taco Cabana, but I'm also a professional demonologist. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm also, wait, what was the name? That guy was the... Uh, Let me tell you all I know about Belial while I cut up the tomatoes to add into the guacamole. The, the oh, guacamole. The, oh, guacamole. What was that guy, uh, the, 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 head past, the head reverend of the Catholic Church of the United States? Oh, yes. Yeah, the, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Mm, no. No. The first United Catholic Church of Fudgicles. Yes, basically. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Popcorn shrimp. Archbishop popcorn shrimp. <laughs> the first United Church of Fudgicles. <laughs> We're uh. the United States Catholic Church. In other words, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the ones at Rome. We're the ones that a church that still has exorcism as a sacrament right. thinks is a bit... Thirty-five billion dollar hallway of art. Yeah, while preaching to you. Yeah, that capitalism is maybe keeping some people down. Right. (laughs) And Uh, that was my estimate. It was like that room has every painting by Michelangelo in it. 
conservative uh. estimate, $35 billion. <laughs> Actually, let's be honest, they might be able to get yeah. a lot more. I'm <laughs> finding a conflict. Yeah. It'll pop up between uh, that $35 billion hallway uh-huh. and your liberation theology. Did yes. I say that out loud? I oh, did. Oh, goodness, I no. did. What happened? Roller skates and whatnot. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of roller skates, um, the, Phil... <laughs> Phil has sent me a birthday present, a 2015 Heldorado Vintage Blonde Barley Wine Ale, barrel-aged. So, uh, yeah, it's... Thank you very much. uh, Thank you very much indeed. So we're going to try this bad boy out. It's a barley wine, so it's going to have some interesting flavors happening with it. Let's see. Mm. It has a lovely nose. It does. Ooh, wow. Ooh, hey now. That is boozy. That is boozy. Wow, that is boozy. 13.2% alcohol by volume. Okay. All right. This is going to get the job done. On a that s- that don't kill me can only make me stronger. That's what we're talking about right now. Kanye. <laughs> so we were talking about something the other day that I, I, I stand by very firmly. There's uh, articles hitting the internet in our culture of outrage. Yes, everyone might rush to the top of Mount Outrage. Yes, um, that some company is selling a Caitlyn Jenner costume. I don't know what it is, but people like they're outraged. Oh, that and the Dentist Hunter outfit, because, you know, uh, Cecil the Lion, oh. the dentist, yeah. <laughs> and all these people, they should not be allowed to sell it. Oh, they shouldn't. But here's shouldn't the be allowed to sell it? Yeah, well, they shouldn't be selling it. They should, oh, that shouldn't exist. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yes, no, you're correct. They shouldn't be. But here's the thing. Do not protest that. Be thankful. Write thank you letters to the company for that. Yeah. Why? Because when you go to a Halloween party, there is now at least one costume in the room that is going to unequivocally tell you, this is not the person to talk to. Yeah. Stay away from True. this guy. The you know, the the Catholic priest molester costumes yeah. that people have. Yeah. They, they just the tell slutty you. Slutty nun. Yeah, slutty nun. Stay away from that person. I told you guys at lunch the other day, it still stuns me that this guy did it. But my friend, uh, Rich, who I later lived with uh, in, in that house, had a Halloween party October of 2001. Right. October of 2001. A guy shows up wearing like a suit with like the the his tie ta- like like a suit without a coat that had like blood stains on it. It was rumpled. He had his tie off. He had his tie up around his head, like bandaging a wound and blood on him. And he had an envelope that just said 911 victim," and that was just like barbaric. Wow. So first off, you you don't have a personality. But whatever what? semblance of a personality you have is bad. You do. Yeah. You're just an asshole. Yeah, you're just a dick. And so, okay, so that's your, that's how you're equipping yourself to present yourself to the world. People call me an asshole. Yeah. I mean, I've never done that. Mm-mm. Wouldn't even occur to me. Goodness, no. God, no. So he, you know, that, and all that I knew was, I'm not, I'm not saying word fucking one. To that guy, yeah, that is that oh, beer lets you know. You're, yeah, that beer lets you know you're you're drinking it. Good God, yeah. But here, that is it how is I good. look at it. Don't be outraged. Use it as a barometer because it is an in-your-face barometer. That I'm sorry, this is not a person who's worth talking to. But more than that, it's not a person who's worth being outraged by because they're doing it to outrage you. They're doing it. Oh yeah, to shock and offend you and. Get, because now everyone jumps to, I, I was so 
And it's because we've adopted across the board a uh, vocabulary of victimization. Oh, yeah. Of this yeah. slut shaming and bullying on the internet. No. Culture of rape. Yeah. Don't tell me that, you know, sorry, online bullying. Like the, the Corey Feldman thing from Vice that we read the other yeah, day. Yeah. Look up the uh, guy who went to Corey Feldman's birthday party. It's hilarious. The article is basically, uh, Corey Feldman allowed me to come to his birthday party, but only if he got final editorial okay over the article I wrote. However, the guy kind of picked pictures for it. All of this, Corey said, was fine. And he put it out there, and it made Corey look like a genuinely crazy person. Hmm. And then he, like, Corey fired off, like, 250 tweets over the next two days about him being bullied right. by this writer. It's not fucking bullying, okay? Yeah. All right? First off, if you're not a teenager, it's not bullying. It could be harassment. Yeah, sure. You know? But if, you know, sorry, if you're not a teenager that has people saying, oh, you have no friends, you should kill yourself. Right. Then no, you're you're really not being bullied. You've got somebody being an asshole to you. Yeah, but you're um, a grown ass man. Yeah, you're an a, you're a grown a ass adult. Yeah, fucking behave it. Yeah, and uh, that is really that, that's that's something that I've just come to more and more. Where it's like, don't everyone is in such a hurry to give this power to the people? Like, okay, slut shaming. Are you ashamed of yourself? Well, no. Okay, then you weren't shamed. Right. Unless you chose to be shamed by what they're doing, all it is is some asshole who's insulting you. Did oh, it's you, fat shaming, slut shaming, this shaming, that shaming. Yeah, did you ever have uh, people you'd argue with in high school or college or even beyond, obviously, mm -hmm. now that we're, yeah. well, you're 40. I'm 40, yeah. I'm still in my 30s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'd have an argument with someone in me in a group setting. Yeah. And they were, they were what I call a lobbyist. Uh-huh. Uh, you have the alternative position, and God knows I wind up being that guy. A right, lot. right. Uh, and they they will say, well, I disagree with you, and here's why, and offer whatever position, and then turn to other people going, right, 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 uh -huh. looking for someone to, you know, lobbying them for support right. yeah. against someone who probably has a stronger personality. I'm not saying that to right. be like, I'm the strong personality. Mm -hmm. Typically, mm -hmm. that's what happens yeah. in these situations. And... This seems like what they're doing now, only they have the entire goddamn universe yeah. they can tweet out and have people either, you know, mm -hmm. hit them up on Facebook, like it, reply, yeah. bolster their position, what have you. Uh -huh. I'm outraged about something yeah. good guy badgish. Yeah. yeah. You're goddamn right. Well, you, don't, you don't not support that, right? You do support it, because if you don't support it, you're evil. Yeah. It's like if you like yourself or like your group, you must hate everyone else. Yeah. It's all it can mean. Right? Right? Yeah. It is it, it is a troubling trend that has become sadly unavoidable in a lot of in a lot of regards now. Because yeah. it is there is a cachet to it because you know, we grew up with movies where every protagonist was bullied and pushed around. Right. So it is, oh wow, if you're being bullied, then that means what you're you're probably a really good person. And it couldn't and, and it can't just be and there's somebody who disagrees with you as being kind of an asshole. No. Oh, they're bullying you. What? Do you have a choice whether or not to read what's happening here? Right. Okay, then you're not being bullied. But things will yeah. happen. Yeah. That will bolster the, someone's case that says bolster a case against any kind of shaming or bullying or not even bullying or whatever kind of uh, yeah. uh, behavior they can be perceived as bullying mm -hmm. with uh, our. Uh, 
crazy du jour, yeah. uh, Flanagan, uh-huh. who shot the uh, reporter and cameraman this week. Yeah. Yep. Oh, apparently he was just harassed and victimized. Yeah. He, it, all, everything that I've heard is uh-huh. total victimization. Oh, yeah. yeah. A mentality of pure victimization. Mm-hmm. And I don't know enough about the man's life no, to yeah. say yay or nay. That's right. not my point. Uh-huh. My point is that everything that's being reported is just uh-huh. he was victimized by X, Y, and Z, or felt victimized right. by X, Y, right. and Z. And yeah, victimization does happen. There are people <laughs> very much course. who are victimized, but it there's a point where we got to calm down with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. We got we got to calm down with a lot of it. I mean, how we uh, that that would be like that guy who wrote the uh, reviews of our show that hated us and hated me. I wouldn't be proud. Oh, his in the other one I do. Oh, he's less annoying in this one. I didn't find him as irritating. I could have. Right. He's bullying us and like no. Who cares? Who no. cares? No. Like if you have to chase after it, like if you if that person has not posted anything to you or responded to you and you like a day later respond to something that they did or generate a new thing, then no, you're not. You're, you're looking for how this person hurt you or how you can challenge them or you're how spoiling you can blah, for blah, blah. a fight. You're spoiling for a fight because and there's no point think for it. Come back at the, at the original exchange. So you yeah. wait a day to come back. Uh-huh. I know what yeah. I should have said. Yeah. The jerkster called and they're yeah. out of you. It's the uh, the French term for it is esprit de scary. Uh, it means spirit of the staircase. Gotcha. It's when you come up with the perfect response on the stairs out of the building. Right. Oh fuck! I should have said this. Except now, Twitter and all this shit has made it to where you don't have to wait for an actually an opportunity to do it. You can just be like, oh yeah, and, and that's why your mom's a bitch. <laughs> all right. Like, well, shut the fuck up. No one cares. Right. Just shut up. So. Yeah, really what it boils down to with a lot of it, and not all of it, but with a lot of it, is no, you're not being bullied. No, you're not being shamed. If you're embarrassed by what you did, great. If not, then great. But it's not that somebody else is making you feel that way. Yeah. Long story short, don't show up in a Caitlyn Jenner uh, costume. Yeah, because it makes you an asshole. I guess you can if you want to. Yeah, but that will people will know to avoid you. Mm. Man, but yeah. So first week back, still getting my feet un- underneath me, right? And it's interesting, you know. It's not bad, but whatever, whatever. Don't want to talk about that because it's work, and who cares, right? Right. But what we do want to talk about, uh, okay? So the killer last week was a very like, I don't know if we call it thoughtful, but it was a it was a film with a lot of heart and a lot of overt morality in it. Uh, as John Woo says uh-huh. in uh, talking, comparing the killer to the film we just watched, Hard Boiled, uh-huh. says critics liked the killer mm-hmm. because it had uh, the action and the art. Yes. Movie lovers just really liked Hard Boiled. Yeah, yes, that is absolutely accurate. And he's right. Uh-huh. Uh, the killer is more artful. Yes, there's yes. more soul going on. It has more of a heart. Yep, yep. This one has not so much heart uh-huh. necessarily, but the style is completely off the chain. Oh God, yeah. And the action is to eleven. Yeah, to the killer. And, oh, absolutely. And I yeah. thought the killer was already at, at about ten and a half. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was there? This one is just fucking going for it. This is his final film in Hong Kong, yeah. and you can really see. I don't want to say see the Hollywood, but you can see the. Uh, the next steps to 
his first Hollywood film uh-huh. are not too far away. Right, right. You can see the, the different kind of production value, mm-hmm. the things he's doing set-wise. Yeah, yeah. Which tend to be pretty Spartan beforehand. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, well, wait a minute, I can actually yeah. spend some money. He spent... Four and a half million dollars on this film. Yeah, for, which it. for Hong Kong, just, just, that's a that's billion. Crazy. That's a billion and a half dollars. It made nineteen point seven. So that's yeah. a good return. Oh no God, wonder yes. Hollywood's like, okay, okay, not for come you on over, here. buddy, come it's on over. Right. And this is one that from out of the shoot, yeah. It is next fucking level. Yeah. Like, this is one where anytime someone's like, oh, man, I love I love action movies. Like, well, have you ever seen anything by John Woo? No? Okay. <laughs> you don't really know action movies. Because right. this, is, this is where it's at. And, and if you could go earlier and Better Tomorrow and A Better Tomorrow 2. Better Tomorrow 2 was just off the fucking hook with people being shot left, right, right center, all that. This one... It's not just the shooting. It's the choreography and the... This is one of the few movies where I genuinely think bullet ballet is the only uh, applicable term to describe what this movie is. Yes. Uh, It's beyond operatic in the way that the violence is used. Yes. Um, Everyone who shot is shot a bunch (laughs) in a very, like... Sweep, swooping way. Uh, when they ride the motorcycles into that warehouse, I was like, watch this fucking guy. Right. Slides it, pops up, spinning and firing. Like, that's gorgeous. That is pure action. That is how, that is how you establish somebody as a character as being next level badass. Yeah, obviously written with, I want... Three to four major action movements. Yeah. Major yes. action movements yeah. in this piece. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to cram this much cool this many cool ideas into it. Yes. Okay. Now I have these ideas laid out. Uh-huh. I'm now gonna fashion a story around these ideas. Yes. Yep. Maybe that's not how it happened. No, but it's close. But it's it's real close. Pretty fucking close. Yeah. I, I, I almost can see him with the ending first. Yeah. Uh-huh. How do I have this? Like, well, we can get a hospital. Okay, how do okay. we use a hospital? What can I do? Well, uh, they have all the guns underneath the hospital. Done. Created it in the basement. Yeah. Okay. Then he access to the morgue. Wait. Uh, and then yeah. things start spinning. Mm-hmm. This is very like Buster Keaton, Harold Lloyd. Oh yeah. Just... Uh, where it's where you well and Jackie Chan, who of course comes from the you know, is is influenced so majorly by those guys. Yeah. It's how do we use the natural environment mm-hmm. to make this really, really work? Well, we've got a lot of beds on wheels. We've got uh, in the down in the, uh, um, in the morgue, we've got these drawers with the things that slide out. Okay, okay so we well. got to have people sliding out, sliding across the floor, jumping onto these. Like, I want perfect. them to explode <laughs> out, of, out of the morgue. Yeah. Uh, on... And just come shooting out out of the morgue. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. And Let's it make that happen. Absolutely works beautifully. Oh, yeah. yeah. In this world, again, just like the killer, he sets up a, a place, a world immediately where you buy into, that's just what oh, yeah. happens in this world. Well, and Wu's world has its own laws of physics. Like It has uh, its own laws. Period. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so far as physics, that is that... An object in motion will absolutely stay in motion, and oh, yeah. the only outside force is someone physically stopping it. I, you start rolling on a stretcher, 
It's not going to peter no, out on it its own. Keeps it's going to keep going. As you far su- as we know, it's still going. Yeah, you slide out of one of the morgue freezers right. on a uh, on on a platform and hit the ground. It's going to skid entirely across the room until you jump off of it. Right. It's really fantastic. Also, what I think John Woo does beautifully, um, so beautifully that you don't even think about it, is his bullets stop as soon as they hit the person. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. They have like wildly powerful weapons, massive blood spray, but like no hole in the back. No, no. Nothing pops out of the, you know, nothing. Hey, no. man. Oh, yeah. You that's how for you that? Ma- yeah, that's how you make it for $4 million. <laughs> I have one shot. <laughs> Of you pulling the pulling the trigger. Uh-huh. Next shot is blood behind, and the next shot is wound in the forehead. Yeah, done. That's how we do that. Yep. That's how we spend four and a half million, uh-huh. and not ten and a half million. But they're all so spectacular throughout this film, and of course, we start out Chow Yun Fat. Chow Yun Fat is about as cool like it's weird i think he is cooler in the killer he's way cooler in the killer yeah and this one he's he's still cool yeah but he's not i don't know there's there's, there's just he tends to lean more on what else is going on I right. mean, other people obviously yeah yeah uh the other undercover guy in the in the mix mhm it's not just a chow young fat show right. that's what i'm trying to say yeah it's chow young fat and tony lung taking yeah. care of business what's interesting is if you look at it uh the original name for the killer was A Pair of Bloodstained Heroes. The original name for Hard Boiled is Hot-Handed God of Cops. Nice. Nice. Which, and it, it is because Tequila, Tequila Young. Yes, yes. <laughs> Johnny Tequila Young. Yes. He is so, there, there is no control with him. No. I mean, when he approaches the gangster in the street after his friend dies and walks up and just punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah. In front of his guys, puts a gun to his head. He's like, kill my friend. I'm going to take you out. What the fuck, dude? Like that, that t- forget regulations. What? If this were an American remake, you would have more backstory of just why he's so out of sorts. Yeah, you'd find out why you he know, was the way he was. Slightly... Um, Lethal weaponish, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. He's playing his clarinet and he's yeah. drinking and smoking in this little jazz club. That's uh-huh. all he really wants to do. But he's obviously on the ads with his lady. Yeah, he's trying to get back in her good graces, but he doesn't really give a shit. Uh-huh. Want to play it by her rules? Yeah, and uh, doesn't give two shits about approaching a triad boss. Oh yeah, underboss or whatever uh-huh. he may be, and fucking throwing down with and throwing him in down the right there. Yeah, in That's front of his guys, very... everything. Mel Gibson and Lee. Oh way. yeah. Well, what? what there's n- there's nothing to fill in the blanks. It's more like, ah, oh, we're not gonna get this. Yeah. He just. Uh, this is know, what he does. That's what he does. Well, what's fascinating to me about, uh, well, not fascinating. What I thought was really cool is the initial way they established, you know, the the drinking guy that he was. Yeah. He he makes that little drink by you know uh, tequila in the glass, some Schweppes, puts a napkin over it and slams it on the table and then drinks it. But he right. drinks it. And after he finishes it, then he exhales, exhales his, his cigarette, yeah. the cigarette smoke. That's <laughs> that's to establish. Yeah. I uh, have seen better days. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't. I'm sorry. I've smoked maybe we'll call it seven uh, less than a full pack of cigarettes in forty years. Good for you. Yeah. Less. And the folks that I know who drank, who smoked, 
I'm sorry, how often would you inhale, take a drink, and then exhale? When I was really, really drunk yeah. on liquor. Yes. Yeah. Because I it was it's it's the I mean, I'm sure it was done for effect, obviously done for effect in the movie. Uh-huh. But when it happens in real life, you're not really thinking about it. No. It's uh-uh. not like, I'm going to inhale this cigarette, right. and then I'm going to drink this Jack Daniels uh-huh. straight on my front porch. Yeah. And stare into nothing. No, <clears throat> you just kind of, it's kind of how it works. It just sort of happens, yeah. Right. But that is, when you're at the point where you're doing that, where <laughs> yes. the two activities become a single they're action. Just, we are smoking and drinking. Yes. God, and it is they are holding hands. Yeah. 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 And that is that is an intense moment to reach as a young it man. It is. It's uh, not good. Yeah. So but what's weird is uh did you want to get one of the a pumpkin shandy? Uh, yeah, let's give that a shot. Yeah, this is a good beer though. Phil. Phil. Thank you. Thank you, sir. For uh, you, I play this. Alisco, Alisco. <laughs> Barbaric. Um, yeah, the um, and I think that this is a shandy. Also, I don't think it's all weedy at the bottom. So, I don't believe so. Harvest patch shandy. Okay. Brood. We shall see. Yeah. You said this is supposed to be really good, right? I just saw a thing on Instagram about it. Oh, it smells like farts. <laughs> <laughs> Leg and ghoul smells like farts. It smells like Pat fart. Shandy. Yeah. Fart Pat Shandy. Oh, my. It's not bad. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Okay, guy on Instagram. Uh, you should probably try Wasatch Pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad, though. No, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. And free. Yeah. So, so hey, bad. what are you going to complain about? So. Uh, um, Consider a song like Slap a Hoe, which you mentioned by the group Dove Shack, which touts the virtues of a machine that automatically smacks a wife or girlfriend into line. There it is. So, the, it's what's interesting to me with a lot of kind of the, the Chinese melodrama, the action movies of this era from Hong Kong is... They never really went out of the way to establish the character other than here he is. Yes. Yes. You just dumped right into his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. You figure it out. Uh-huh. You're the one that just showed up here. Right. You right. fucking pieced this together. Uh-huh. Like an American movie probably would have... He's at a tea house. Yeah. And they bring birds. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? That's you what... don't? Yeah. You don't have... Tea you don't have Bring your own bird Bring tea your... houses. Let's you be... are the asshole. Let's be honest. Austin, probably a year away from this. That's true. There are people to this day, right now, uh-huh. as we speak in Austin, Texas, that will take a um, typewriter yeah. to a local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. A typewriter. Yes. Not yep. a laptop. Nope. A typewriter. Nope. My, favorite, uh, my favorite hipster moment from anything was the woman who was, like, spinning yarn. <laughs> and she like, had her own little wheel, rumpelstiltskinning some yarn. Oh, my God. There, it's, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> the you, Everyone that's at a coffee shop right now, uh-huh. typing away at whatever story, uh, should have to answer the Hemingway question. Mm-hmm. His friend's... 
brought this challenge to Ernest Hemingway, and they said, you can't write a story with six words. He said, oh, yeah, I can. I'll give it a shot. For sale, baby shoes, never sold. Never used. Never used. Yeah. Never, never sold. Yeah. Never used. Yeah. Can you, can you answer that? Can you know, you know what that story is? Typewriter hipster? Yeah. Because if you don't, stop it. Uh-huh. Stop. Mm-hmm. Because, damn. Yeah. So, with this, the, the background, I think getting a background on Tequila yes. would have been, I don't know, I think, I, I think it might have taken away from everything. Mm-hmm. Because he's not a person in this movie, per se, he is a no, no, I agree with that. Yeah, he he is a, a symbol, mm-hmm. you know. He he is he he's the archetype. He is cop, super cop, super cop, hot handed god the of cop cops. That yeah. can't be stopped. Yeah, the cop who can't be stopped. He is something else. Now the other guy, Tony Lung's character, uh, was it Alan? Alan. Alan. Yes. Yeah. Alan. Alan. Um, he. That's much more confusing. There's a lot more going on there, yeah. Because that's one of those dudes where it is the, I have been undercover way too fucking long. Yeah, you're kind of, again, dumped into this guy's, middle of this guy's uh, uh, storyline or timeline, and apparently he's such a badass that the triads view him as a legend. Yes. So that's why this this underboss or boss, whatever, Uh I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah. Wants him so badly to est- to uh, establish more of his uh, empire. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have to put that together as you go along. Right. It's right. not spoon fed to you. Yes. Uh huh. As a as an American <laughs> film goer, you're like, wait, well, why is this guy such hot <laughs> shit? He just is. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the idea that he is the undercover cop who's allowed to kill people, contract kill. Yeah. Yeah. Just. just what? Does. Mm. Oh my God, that is one that you genuinely look askance at. Like, did he just fucking murder somebody he in did. a library? Library? Is that guy in a library? Barbaric. Um, it, it's it's a fascinating, you know, sort of split there. I think we might have gotten a little more time with him in an American one. Oh, you would have gotten, gotten a lot more. Well, here's the here's the double edged sword. You yeah. would have gotten more time with each of them. Mm-hmm. But it would have mm-hmm. been a two and a half hour movie, right? As it was, it's right at two hours. You know, you know. Uh, but like they would have done a little more uh, Martin Riggs, Mel Gibson, and Lethal Weapon. Why is even this? if yeah. there had been a story? Yeah, because they they cover a lot of ground uh-huh. and smartly so mm-hmm. done by Shane Black with Lethal Weapon, where he talks about you have all this backstory, yeah, all not, this not the backstory. Stuff you have all this. Obviously, this guy's off the you know uh, yeah. unhinged. Uh-huh. You get the suicidal because he gives you that scene with his uh, with his wife. Talk, look at the picture of his wife and watching the Bugs Bunny right. you know Christmas thing. Uh-huh. But then smartly, he gets that whole story after having dinner at um, at Murtaugh's house, uh-huh. where he talks about the only thing I was ever good at was. Killing people, people, yeah. And with that, you now know that this man is an established badass. Uh-huh. And all he did was tell a story, finish his beer, and throw it in the trash. Yeah. Well, and what I liked is in, even in going into the sequels with that, the amount of shit that they gave that, like, the the pen story with uh, with um, Murtaugh's wife. Yeah. You know, yeah. this pen, it was hers. but right. And the moment he shares just with her, and then Danny Glover, oh, 
she found a pen in the wash. Yeah, and, the, yeah. and the wife just gives him the look like, this is ours. This is between us. Right, right. And that's beautiful. I mean, that was a wonderful moment to have there. And, uh, but there are, there are none of those moments in this. nothing like that in this. At yeah. all. And it's almost as if even wanting it, they would look at you like, like why, why, well, why would that? you want that? Yeah. But you don't need it. Here's the world. Yeah. He does that. He uh-huh. does that. Yeah. He's a legend because we just told you he is. Mm-hmm. That's your backstory. Yeah. That you get mentioned. A fucking yeah. hour in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to the triads, I'm a legend. To the cops, I'm a hero. Yeah. The whatever. When I'm a triad, the cops try and kill me. When I'm a cop, everybody tries to kill, kill me. me. Right. And, but you got no idea of what he was like as a cop. I mean, we might have had some sort of, you know, departed scene. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. the sequence at the beginning of showing him going through the academy and how they picked him to be this super undercover because yeah, yeah. that is deep. goddamn deep cover when, you know, you're actually killing people. Yeah, show him more, at, you know, out of sorts with what he's doing. Yeah. He does have a sort of scene like that with the chief. Uh-huh. But not really. No, uh-uh, no. Oh, it's your I don't birthday. know who I am anymore. Well, oh, oh well, man, whatever. Here's a lighter for your birthday. It's your birthday. Oh, my God, it is my birthday. I completely forgotten. I don't know who I am. Ah, well, that's awkward. Here, take Here this go. lighter. Light. To, will, will this end the conversation? Yeah. You're the only one remembered. Well, that's right. You remember that I remembered that. <laughs> and then they laughed way too long. Yeah. Which is just a, a device for later on. <laughs> right, right. Mm. But it is weird because part of me, be, just because of what we're accustomed to, for movies, yeah. you sort of want a little bit more yeah. of that no, story. No, I absolutely you, yeah. do. I was looking at it, yeah. obviously, through a Western filmgoer's eyes. Right. Like, well, this, I get it, and uh-huh. I understand it, and I'm cool with it, Right. whatever's being presented to me, but it could use this. Uh-huh. The question is... Could it use it? Yeah. Or could, is it just me? Could it? Yeah. And that's the thing where on its own, it is a, you know, it's a damn criteria. It is Criterion DVD number nine. Yeah. I'm not criticizing so much as saying maybe, maybe it needs this or maybe it's just my, uh, how I've been indoctrinated by yeah. the, watching movies in America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also it's very much the Western story of what we're used to. You know, how did this complicated guy end up becoming yeah, this man. way? And and if you don't know, that's part of the story. If, right, right. you know, you don't know how the man with no name became the man with no name, it's part yeah. of the story. Whereas right. with this, it is, no, he's a, he is, for lack of a better term, a functionary. Yeah, yeah. And th- granted, um, uh, that is a gross oversimplification. No, he's not just a functionary, but... On a certain level, he kind of is. Well, that's how it's being presented, mm-hmm. or at least what's being presented and how my Western eyes interpret yeah. it. That's oh, all. you don't need to know that. I, I, oh, okay. I don't. Maybe you don't. Oh, okay, maybe, sure. Maybe Why you not? don't. Yeah. I don't know. That's totally possible. It's just a, a lost in translation yeah. situation. Yeah, because that does happen with this. I mean, the when I realize... Let's take away from the, the impact of the movie at all. Uh-huh. I don't want this to sound too critical. I'm no, not, not at all. Critical, not at all. Just pointing out differences. Well, what, here's what's weird for me. I, the movie that made me realize this so much, and it was because I, I'd never thought about it before because I was just starting to study film, and all I knew was I liked movies, and there are some mm. of these some of these foreign films I like, and some that I don't, and I don't. <laughs> and why is that? I, I don't get anime. I don't understand why this is good, 
And then there was this really bad movie with Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford called The Devil's Own. Oh, but the, saw it in the theater. Yeah. The only part from that that's worth remembering is when Brad Pitt's shot at the end and he's dying. And Harrison Ford's like, no, we're going to get you out of this. You're going to be okay. And he said, no, I told you, this is not an American story. This is an Irish story. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. That is the simplest way I've ever heard that put. So I'm like, oh, so why does the end of you know this Japanese movie not feel like well because it's not an American story. Right. There's a different culture approaching the way that story is told, and it kind of solidified a lot of stuff for me because if you yeah. look at it, you know, and then even this Chinese, it's yeah. completely different from right. Japanese. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, even if you look at last week of the killer, the ending of the killer would have been wildly different if it was in America. Yeah. Wildly. This one would have been very different. I mean, at the end of this movie, and you know, there's spoiler alert. What? Who it cares? It's a movie that came out in It's a Criterion show for God's sake. It's a Criterion show, so we're going in depth. Um, is Tony? Well, I looked at the back of the box, and the the other cop is Tony, according to that. But I don't think they ever call him Tony. But the undercover Tony. cop, yeah. No. When he's on the boat, right? Is he alive or dead? Because at the very end, because the co- the, the the guy in charge lights his file on fire, yeah, yeah. which he does when the undercovers die, burns the file. On. Was he dead or alive? You know, was that him floating off to heaven on that boat, which was the only place that he had, you know, uh, any level of of escape from this world that he was living in? Or was that literally, yeah, we're covering up so he can be on his way? I don't know. It could go either way, uh, you know, but... Just, <laughs> just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more... Again, uh, I think this would be a cool shot. Yeah. Or I think this is a cool idea. Uh-huh. Or a uh, sequence of, of motions. Or... It, uh, this it, 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 even a postulation, like that's a kind of cool thing. Well, that didn't really hold to what the story you've told. I didn't give a shit. It reads to me Do as it. a more successful, a more successful Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Once Upon a Time in Mexico was like here's some cool shots and sequences, and it ends up with a story that yeah, makes well. no fucking sense at all. No, no. no. Whereas these nuts, yeah, there's there's nothing going on in in one spot time Mexico that's worth a shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I get, and I and I know very clearly that you had a lot of cool ideas in your head, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. collected them all in a pile and said, "How do I f- yeah. form a story around this?" And, and then somewhere between, "How do I form a story around this?" You decided to not do yeah. that. We're just going to run a thread through it. This isn't going to make sense. Here's the thing. Yeah. Almost anything can be forgiven, yeah. action-wise, Se- giant action sequence-wise. Yeah, uh, as far as realism or lack thereof or whatever. As uh-huh. long as you give a shit about the characters, yeah. and there's some some sort of even Gossamer-like through line you can hold on to. Right. The rest of it, whatever. Well, Desperado, like, perfect example. Yeah. Wild shooting doesn't make any goddamn no, sense. Uh-uh. The whole thing is just. Well, let's take that in a slightly Ridiculous. different direction. Um, but you have to have some sort yeah, of Stone line. Cold. Stone Cold. That's the least successful cop ever. Ever. Yeah. The situation was worse because of his presence. Yes. Yes. But we bought it. And we were there with it for the whole thing. You know, yeah. Once upon that miss. This one had it. This one. The story was. It's weird because it wasn't like there was a big deal happening. It's like, no, now I am, uh, I'm the big guy in uh, gun smuggling. Yeah, 
Yes, well, that's me now. That's it. And I took care. I took out the old guy. Now I'm the new guy. Yeah, and the the scene where that happened. Oh yeah, the undercover guy. Just that's int- actually the, the best scene, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the best scene in the movie because there's actual stakes. Yeah, involved emotional stakes, uh-huh. physical, st- obviously physical yeah. stakes, life and death stakes. Uh, but that that is that is the scene. But then me. when he goes, like, what was beautiful? He shoots the guy, the yep. old guy, his father type figure, and he's just in tears. He's. And then he kills the rest of them. He kills the rest of them. What? Yeah. Oh my! But you could tell that that was that was a okay. I'm in it this far. Now I might as well clear the fucking deck so that I don't have these eyes looking at me anymore. Right. And he does. Yeah, but the the fact that he did it and th- that shot on Tony Lung should win. If he hadn't won awards for this, he should just the fucking. Tears in his eyes. Oh, that that after he did it. That's was just, what I call the killer, quote unquote. Yeah, moment. yeah. Because there, uh, out of this entire film, has the most heart. There's mm-hmm. plenty of heart in this film. I'm not yeah shit or yeah. trying to say the killer is better. No, but no. that has the most gravitas, the what, most stakes. What's interesting to me about it too is it's one of those where even he, for all of that. He knows this is not some nice, sweet old man. No, this a- man is a criminal. He's killed. Yeah. yeah, he peels peaches and gives it to his boys. Because yeah. yeah, you know, if you're hungry, men don't work well. Da, 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 yeah, here's a bunch of pears I've been carving all afternoon. Yeah, enjoy, boys. Eat these before we go and kill a family. Yeah, it's it is that shit where you go back to it. Like, no, he's a fucking. A fucking criminal. Yeah. But here's what fascinates me. You still cared about him because he came off like a decent enough person. It's what my problem with Sons of Anarchy was by the end. I didn't care about the people because I had just... Like, no, you don't deserve sympathy, Jax. You don't deserve sympathy. You are a bad person who's done a lot of bad shit, and I don't feel bad for you. Right. You're, you do not deserve this sympathy. There are people who do. You are not one of them. I haven't watched anything of Sons of Anarchy since the f- first part of season three or four, right when they show up in Ireland? Yeah. Here's the way I look at it with Sons and of Anarchy. And even before that, I was like, the- season one, when they're having sex after he kills that one dude. Yeah. On, and there he is, yeah. dead on the floor. Fucking Dutch is way in there, dead on the floor. Yeah, like, Holland Wagon Bar is dead on the fucking hmm. floor, and we're just gonna go for You're, it. You're uh, you are not a good person. Yeah, you're not even like a, have a code bad guy. Kind yeah, of person. yeah. Well, here's the thing that I think is happening with a lot of shows. There are a lot of shows. Um, Dexter. Hello, Digby. Hey, Digby. Oh, you're talking about tough guy TV shows? Well, I have a lot of opinions about that. <laughs> Let me share them. Yo, mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, there are a lot of shows I might be looking at. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> <laughs> a little fucking. Yo, ad- mama. Little adorable dog. Just hi, hi, hi. hi. Um, Dexter, I'm looking at you. That start out yeah. with a really strong first season. Like an undeniably, this is a great, great. opening season. And then. Where do we go? Disappoint. And every once in a while, have moments that are fantastic. Well, the John Lithgow season. Yeah, the John Lithgow. The John Lithgow and the Edward James Almost season. I've seen that. 
Oh, really, really, really good. But then again, what is the rule with Ed Edward James Olmos? If you want to make anything better, put Edward James Olmos in it. That's true. Period. Like As much as I love Gus Fring, Edward James Olmos is Gus Fring. Oh, fuck. Now I have to make a choice. Right. Uh, although, if I'm being honest, no, I would not replace Giancarlo Esposito with anyone because he was perfect. But if I had Pretty to, perfect. gun to my head, I mean, Edward James it Olmos. It wouldn't hurt. Shit. Yeah. Um, but there... There are these shows that get this coasting on it. Like, I have not watched Supernatural in ages. No, no. And I know people who watch it who are like, yeah, it's not that good. But, you know, it has been. It has. And the fact that it's been good at certain points holds out a promise on it. Like, I held on to Smallville a little bit longer than I should have. Well. Because it started out on. so fucking strong. Hold on. Okay. You didn't hold on to Smallville and or hold out with Smallville that long because right. you wanted to know what happened. Yeah. You held out on Smallville and Supernatural to see what would happen because that was trash TV night in my apartment. Well, yes, yes, And you true. wanted to come over and drink beer and watch that. Yeah. yeah. If it was just you at home alone, uh -huh. would you have really gone through that? Well, I went through... I wouldn't have. Yeah, because, well, the thing is, I watched Supernatural. I watched the first two seasons of Supernatural. The first three seasons yeah. of Supernatural. Were fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And I remember I watched the first two seasons over a weekend just to get caught up so that, we, you know, Trash TV yeah. night can happen. Smallville, when that hit, uh, my roommate and I, Rich, we were like, I remember trying to find season three of it on DVD. Like, we went to... Two different Best Buys. We went to Vulcan Video. We went to Waterloo Video. We were like, we we're going to buy this thing because yeah. that First was when two seasons are perfect. Yeah, that was when Lex and Lionel Luther were the unquestionably best characters on television. Yeah, yeah. They were so damn good. Yeah. But it, it, it fell apart. And that's the thing is there are a lot of shows that people hold on to because of how good it was. Right, right. And enough people hold on that it's able to survive, mm -hmm. whether or not it should, whether right. or not it should. And that's the thing is like with what I like about a movie like like Hard Boiled, there's a lot of thin shit happening here. There's a lot of paper thin, oh, yeah. gossamer thin stuff, but it's so quick. The characters are so identifiable in those moments and the action sequences, which is why you're watching it. You're watching that movie. For the action scenes, and by the time you get to the uh, the, the final action scene, which is like a, a thirty-five minute gunfight in a hospital, there's been more established through action. Uh huh. Uh, excuse me. There's been more of the characters' background established through the action. Yeah. They're like, well, you son of a bitch! Look at you. Yeah. You didn't want to tell. You didn't want to give us any backstory. You wouldn't give us any, you know, uh -huh. crumbs on the path. You're like, yeah. no, you'll find out who they are in the middle of this bullet right. ballet. Yeah. And like, by the time it's done, you do. Yeah, like the one-eyed guy. The, the, right. the, okay, let's call it the biggest badass in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Using the single-shot marksman pistol. Uh, but when he and Tony are across from each other with those that group of patients in the middle, and they both, like, go. We, they put their guns on the ground. Not like I pointed it away, put it on the ground, go, get out of here. And then what happens? The bad guy, the big bad, who it is, uh, is it Philip Chan? Philip Kwok, I think. No, Philip Chan. 
Or no, no, jo- Anthony Wong playing Johnny Wong. Whatever. Greg yeah. Brady. Greg Brady. He comes in and is just like, fuck it, I'm killing him. And that dude stop that dude shoots the gun out of his hand. Yeah, the- like- you didn't need to kill those people. You don't t- I kill who I want. Yeah. I do what I want. You don't know where I live. You don't know me. You're just me. jealous. You're just jealous. Look at me. Mm. Mm. And that was great because it showed, yes, he is loyal. Yes, he is this vicious everything, but. He has a code. He has a code. He has a line, a line there that won't no be money crossed. in just annihilating a bunch of innocent people yeah. in a hospital. Yeah, this is not what I. So it, be, I would make a terrible gangster for this reason. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no money in this. Yeah. It's what it sort of is like. It's from uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Is this is this what you think? Is this I what am? you think I am? Yeah. Is this what you I'm think I am? I'm a professional fucking thief. Yeah. 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 I am a pro- I am a professional killer. There is no need for these human beings to have no. died. No. And. But yeah, there is a weight to that. There is oh, it's so it's nice. Great. It's great. Yeah. It, all the things you and uh, I sound like I've been criticizing the. Criticizing the film. Is it raining? I have no idea. Oh, it's just. But uh, I, I heard some rain. But all the things I've been waiting for for backstory or some sort of uh, fleshing out of the character. Right. By the time it's over with, you get that. Yeah. And you get it from people you didn't expect to get it from. Right. Including one eye. Yeah. One eye. Ah, my fucking phone has been pissed. Sorry. Son of a bitch. Just restarted itself. But yeah, the one-eyed guy. That was that. That what's funny is. I'm not even going to say that his transformation was shocking or surprising. No, no. Because you, you, you see that yeah. through, uh, throughout the film. Yeah. You get hints of it. I'm right. just saying that the normal Western, hey, this is what uh-huh. you get with this character. Mm-hmm. And this is what he There's some sort of credo he right. goes by. Uh-huh. Finally shows itself yeah. at the end of the movie. Whereas in a Western film, you'd get it kind of at the beginning or the middle. No, that's rain. That's rain. All right, cool. Not losing my mind. Okay, yeah, you're, you would have gotten it. It would have been a lot more present. Or it would have been a lot more upfront. But yeah, that it's fascinating how that works yeah. in it. Um, but it's totally believable within the, the world of that character. That sure, yeah, that's who he is. That is very much who that guy is. It, it's just interesting that they wait. Uh-huh. Ass, almost the ass into the picture uh-huh. to give you something. Where, hey, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, and I see more of that. Oh, he's dead. It's what I call the Mr. Pink moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm acting like a fucking professional. I'm the only one here that's <laughs> acting like a fucking professional. Right. Like that's that is what that that is so definitive of who that guy was. Like, no, this is my job. I'm a professional. There's no need to do this. All you're doing is going to make it worse on everyone. Right. I mean, when they start evacuating the hospital and they just open fire on people in front of it, yeah, it's like. Just- just people there with their hands up. What is the fucking angle here? What is your yeah. benefit? What is your gain? What are you getting out of doing this? That's how my mind functions in those right. things. I am a very, I'm very much a pragmatist. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah, you have that, to be. that transactional analysis school of psychology that I prescribe to so, so completely is. Okay, well, wow, what is the, you said that for a reason. What is the reason of that, for that? If I say this and I go into this, what's the yeah, reason if, for uh, that? What, what's the point? Even if you are in a situation and in a, uh, a let's call it, call it profession, yeah. that says you're going to have to kill some people. Right. If him getting away from that 
uh, situation uh-huh. and being able to make more money yeah. was being impeded by a room full of innocent people. Yeah, oh, no I doubt. I have no yeah. doubt no at doubt all that at old one eye we're talking about yeah. would kill them all. Or oh, kill, yeah. excuse me, kill enough to get his yeah, way through. Yeah, he would do what was necessary. Right. He wouldn't it's spray the, fire the know, room. Like uh, Reservoir Dogs. It's uh-huh. a choice between doing it, another 20 years yeah. and saying some stupid motherfucker. Yeah. That ain't no choice at all. No choice at all. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But just randomly killing to kill. No, yeah, because he gets back to it. I'm a professional. What's what what am I getting from this? Oh, nothing. You want them dead to uh, die. Lays bare the fact that the bad guy is just unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even by the end where uh, he has um what's his name? Um oh yeah, when he's holding uh uh, Tony. Tony. The cop. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Alan. Uh-huh. Alan. Lol. Yeah. I, th- I prefer uh, Alan, Alan for some reason. Like, oh, it's a, it's a much more traditional... I'm surrounded by cop. Yeah. Uh, completely hopeless yeah. situation. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot him. Yeah. Well, what are you gaining by doing that? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. He's out of his mind. Yeah. I'm fucked regardless, so might as well do this. Right. Um, but yeah, that just... It, it's interesting, and it is something that I think needs to be... You know, needs to be in more films where you've got the guy where, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he's more than that. Yeah. Because, again, it's too boring to just, you know, think of anyone you know who defines themselves by a a very simple platitude. You know, oh, yeah, I'm the guy who does this. I'm this. I'm blah. I don't. Who's got them? them. Yeah, who's got themselves. And you know them, but you're not friends with them. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it, it, it is. Locked in, no, 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 this, period, this is what I am. I'm the guy who does blank, whatever the right. fuck it is. Well, don't you want to be more than that? Nah, nope. Oh, wait, I do know them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like them? No. You don't want to be around them? No. That is, that's just how that A certain sh- amount of pity goes uh, their way. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. 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 But that, that, and that is a thing that people need to, you know, you don't need to, to reconcile. Look, but it's a thing to be aware of with these characters is, think about it, the characters who define themselves, who not define themselves, who are themselves defined in a, de- defined in a very narrow space. Yeah. I'm the bad guy. What made Omar so interesting from right. The Wire? Okay, so he's all the most fearless fucking gangster out there. All right. He is gay. All right. That's another level. But the moment when, when they accused him of killing that witness mm-hmm. and they were interrogating him and the look of offense. <laughs> I mean, when have you ever known me to put my gun on a citizen? Right. Like, how dare you? And what's how cool is they showed a backstory. They had like these, uh, these uh, sh- like webisodes mm-hmm. going into the last season of The Wire where they showed like, you know, Proposition Joe as a kid helping two kids figure out an argument. They showed, you know, when McNulty became a, a murder police. But they showed Omar as a little kid. And he and some guys robbing a guy at a bus stop. And the guy, you know, like, oh, yeah, he's got money for this and that. And the guy's like, I would like, you know, I will give you my money, but please let me keep my wallet. I have identification. I am, I work. And I cannot afford to take time out to replace these things in my wallet. Yeah. They took the money, whatever. Then they go down the street and Omar stands there and goes, man, we just took all that money from that working man. That's not right. They're, whatever. He's like, give me the money. What? Get, and like damn near draws on his screen. Give me the money. And then we're talking like a 10 or 11 yeah, year old. Sure. And he walks back and gives the guy his money. Because he's like, 
This is a working man who cannot afford it. That's not who I am. I am not the guy that robs that guy. Yeah. And it's subtle, it's small, but everything you need to know about Omar is contained in that moment, and it is consistent throughout, and it's what makes him interesting. I mean, the fact that even years later when they got him to testify, he's sitting there Mm -hmm. in this, I robs drug dealers. Yeah, that's what I do. And the lawyer's going off, you're a parasite who feeds off, and he goes, same as you. The lawyer, I, yeah. bah, 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 what? Like, you use a briefcase, I use a gun, but it's the same, same thing. game. Yep. And to have that clarity yeah. for what you're doing, for who you are, is such a rare thing and such a cool thing and yeah. such a different thing that it's uh, it's refreshing when a character could be that totally honest about it. And so, uh, yeah, I kind of... Uh, I, I that that I like that is what to me made that you know the one-eyed character so much more interesting. They get so much more interesting right at the end. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> gave him. And a, there's a lot of that going yeah. on in uh, not just hard boiled, but the killer or anything yeah. else. Like here are these characters, and here's what you think they are. Right. Because this is how I this is how I'm presenting them. Uh huh. X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> Last. 20 minutes, 30 minutes of the movie. Oh, wait, here's this. Yeah. I'm going to hint at a completely other... Uh, you thought the pool was this deep. Right. But I'm going to give you another six feet yeah. of depth. Yes. And he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Or she's dead. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And that and may be just some sort of, you know, cultural misunderstanding. But Well, but what it also does, too, is in multiple viewings, it gives that character so much more depth because... Then you look at him well, later. Then you like, know, yeah. And so every look when he's standing there, just you know, because that guy barely talks in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a lot of intense looks across the room. He makes sense, right? What he's doing makes sense. Mm. Um, now we you can't discuss this movie without talking about how cool the the long take shot is. There's there's a shot in this movie that is actually hold on I think that there's and it, a chapter and it sells itself by the camera panning all the way back yes into the, the hallway yeah so that he can get both sides of the hallway God there was one that was oh man it, on some of the oh here it is let me oh fine I didn't pet you for a second bye Digby prick um it's called two minutes forty two seconds. And it's a two-minute, 42-second uncut shot. Yeah. And it's a camera moving around, panning. It's cool, but the more I watch it, the more it almost feels like a video game. Because hmm. it is, and like an older video game, or older first-person shooter, it's like, now you can move on to this section. And right. the guy comes here, 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 and the, where it's very patterned. Right. I, it works because it's, it's, you know, there's so much behind it. But it... It it's cool from a technical standpoint, but it somewhat leaves me a little tiny bit flat. Right. Not in a not in a way it's like, oh, what a piece of shit fat, this is. Fat. Does uh. it leave you flat now or did it how did it affect no, you? No, it, it affected you me bef- more before, but it's one that leaves me a little flat now because it the way it moves is so odd. Right. I and mean, it's cool. It's cool as hell, but it as I've gone on, it started to feel more and more video gamey to me. See, to me, it felt almost as if 
this is what I'm going to do from John Woo's perspective. Uh-huh. Like, okay, here's the scene. Right. And he pans back down the hall at uh-huh. the corner of the of two hallways. Right. It's like, okay, here comes the uncut scene. Yes. Right? yes. Here, here's what I'm going to do. One shot. Uh-huh. And I don't feel so much that it leaves me cold so much as everything else came after that. Right, right. Whereas the video games will have that shot. You uh-huh. know, they'll have the, the one all, you know, one all complete thing or um uh old boy has that one shot or oh yes uh-huh. or um uh, what the fuck is it with tony jung uh, oh uh the protector with yeah. tony jaw yeah jaw uh, yeah well i mean clearly they're like okay here we go here's the big scene right you know right it, this one i wish i had seen that earlier on i may have felt differently right to, to me, this one feels like, okay, and now the long shot. Oh, yeah. And it felt as though I want to have a long shot here. Not, it, it's hard to do a long shot in a way that feels organic. Um, fucking. Uh, Without the windup. True Detective nailed uh, oh, that. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about a hell of a one that was that's about the beginning, middle, and end of it right yeah. there. Yeah. <clears throat> but this one, a, a, a single, a long take. Long takes have a way of feeling, okay, you, you wanted to have your long take in a movie. Mm-hmm. And this one, I don't know. It's cool, but it just, it, it doesn't do as much for me. Like, to give you an idea, I never noticed it until I read something that pointed out that it was there. Mm. And then I was like, oh, holy crap, that does happen. Because, though it's cool, everything is so constant and moving. And it's such a flu- such a flurry of everything all the time right that it doesn't stand out as anything particularly special to me i see and it's well done it's beautifully executed but you get what i'm saying yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah, it's cool but it's a uh, uh, god this is gonna sound stupid but <clears throat> it's the gas station just down there that has like uh, all the the huge wine selection mm-hmm. and it's on Baghdad just south of Crystal Falls there's a gas station oh, yeah. they do a bunch of food they have the most amazing looking burgers you've ever seen in your life like seriously the burgers they serve you you're like holy shit this is this is what every burger in the world wants to look like they don't season the meat at all and it's tastes like it's fairly low fat meat there is no flavor in it uh-huh. And it's one of that's what this shot felt like. It's like, wow, that looks really great. But the more I look at it, it was like, ah, so it doesn't really add anything. It's, mm. it's, it's, there's no, this very easily could have been done as something else. And I don't feel like it's not adding tension. It's not adding anything, but except I want this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a sort of time bandits. Yeah. The wall get the door and the wall get further and further away out of the, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Had this not had it been less actiony and more suspense for that moment, I think that long shot would have worked would, would yeah. have delivered for me a lot more. Yeah, they could have been, you know, killers stalking each other. Yes. All, yes, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. Had that been used yeah. to while build up he was, tension or something. Yeah, while he was trying to find the one-eyed guy. Right. If that's when they used it, yeah. I think it would have come off a whole lot better. Right. But as it is, it just didn't land for me at all. I think what we're saying is fuck you, John. Yeah, Lee. how dare you? Yeah. It's a piece of garbage. Barbaric. Now this still fits. Like honestly, as as much as I love the action in this, 
I kind of, and I go obscure with this. So far as the pure action goes, his bullet in the head <laughs> is what gets it done for me. Mm. That outright gets it done for me. Because, uh, my God, there's some shit going down in that movie. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I love this movie. It is one of my all, like when we did our gunfight show, this is where it begins and ends for, for action oh, yeah. movie gunfights. No one else out there has what it takes to even get in the same neighborhood as this movie. Yeah. And so that is, you know, I can't, anything I say about it is me being complimentary because, by God, it's it's so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's John Woo, that fellow knows what the fuck he's doing, doesn't he? He do. Yeah. Oi, man. So is there, God, what else, what else about this movie really warrants discussion here? The relationship with, uh, between John Woo and the woman early on, the first few times I saw it when, again, this is a movie that I think is much better the less you think about it. Oh Yeah. I was really like the relationship he had with the woman early on, like the first few times I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'm totally with it. Yeah, this is great. The more I saw it, I was like, oh, who cares about this, really? <laughs> like, yeah, well. What's the big deal here, you know? Yeah. And it just kind of stays at the same level. Yeah. Yeah. All the way through. Mm-hmm. It's the most realistic romance of yeah. two people that have been together for a long time ever. Yeah. Just like, hey, you know. Uh huh. What's up, killer? We How st- you doing, buddy? <laughs> we we still uh, we still all right? Cool. Yeah. Uh, we're we're good. Yeah. You're good. We're g- okay. Cool. Everything's cool. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. That it, it. You're right. It is a very naturalistic. This is what a relationship at this point would Pretty feel much. like. Pretty um, much. It's so un. Movie, yeah, so uncinematic, uncomplicated, yeah, in its in its yeah. own way. Um, but she, I thought, was good. But I don't, I don't know anything about her, I, and <laughs> I don't think it ever occurred ne- to, to anyone making yeah. this film that you should know anything, yeah, more about her. Honestly, I liked the relationship with the chief a little more. He was a very well like. It was one of the few times that you had the, you know, the hardcore cop on the edge. Right. <clears throat> and yet you didn't view his his commanding officer as just this bite in the ass who's getting in the way of everything. Yeah. Um, when he shows up at the hospital, it's like, oh, everything might be okay here. Right. This might turn out all right. Everything will work out just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But... Again, it's it's. I wanted to see more of the relationship there, especially with uh, Tony slash Alain. Yeah, is he the guy that got that dude to start doing undercover? You know is, exactly. Is that why? You we, know, is, we're, is we're that way? Feels in the middle like... of the chief chief's relationship with Alain, uh-huh. and apparently there's a lot going on there. Yeah, but you don't need to know that. No, no, no. He you. You gather that he's has a lot more affection, yeah, for Al- Alan or Alan yeah. than he does at all for Tequila. Yeah, yeah, at, like at all. Yeah, at all. Tequila's yeah. just a pain in his ass mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you give a, guy, a cop a gun, he thinks he's Superman. You right. give him two guns, he thinks he's a god. Right. Holy crap! And that's it. Anyway, yeah. but you who've been undercover for however long with yeah. the triads and killing killing people on contract. 
Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. How you doing? It feels like with that, it's I've got, you deserve, you need something. You know, yeah. tequila has essentially everything. He's got a he's got a job. He's got a woman. Right. He's got you know he's he's got his jazz music that he does. You you can't you don't even have the truth. You can't even tell people who you are. Right. Everything about you is a lie. So there is that I have to I have to be the rock for you. Mm-hmm. I have to be what you can put your weight on to support yourself because otherwise, dude, you're gonna collapse. Right. You cannot stand all of what's coming down on you here. And that is really beautiful. And again, so much in this movie, it it didn't make me wish it was a different movie, but it made me see if this was a different movie. Yeah, it just hints at... Here's how shit would have gone. Gives you a teacup with, you know, hinting there's a a reservoir. Exactly. Like, here's this. Isn't that tantalizing? That's exactly what it is, yeah. Yeah, that is tantalizing. Uh I'd like no more about that. Well, too bad. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. How dare you? How dare so, you even think that could happen? That's not no, no. It but but so well delivered, and it left me curious for so much more. In it. Yeah, so much curious. Maybe that's part of its beauty. Yeah, yeah. That you can sit back and imagine it on your own. I yeah, don't know. yeah. What could this be? What might this have been? Right. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, God, that about covers what we're thinking I'd, on this. I'd say so. I don't. My iPhone is uh, locked on this screen for the past ten minutes. It is bad, <laughs> so I. Uh, hold on a second. Oh shit! Yeah, my my phone is. It's it's been being an asshole, and I have to wait. September 11th, they announce the new iPhone, and it ships on the 18th. So I'm like, am I willing to put up with three weeks of this shit? Do I want to? Fucking activate my old right. phone and just use that. It's a real fucking pain. It's a real pain in the ball. It really is. It really is. So yeah, I'm. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Uh, but in the meantime, we're. I'll just play this over here in the credits. <laughs> All right, that. That's that. That will be our end here. Well, thank you for listening. We genuinely appreciate you being here. Be sure to check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com for literally hundreds of hours of podcast brilliance. Uh, you will also find our Life Masters episodes there. I have like 10 Life Masters that I haven't even thought about releasing. Holy shit. Yeah, we've got a stockpile that I'm, we're going to do another flood soon. Sure. Um, in the night. Um, but uh, check us out. Ne- uh, check us out also on Twitter. And Facebook, we are the Film Thugs. You can email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com and also uh, thugquestions at gmail.com. Those would be questions we wouldn't see or hear until we're actually answering them on the show. Um, Rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, stay tuned. Next week, we get our first American Criterion movie with The Silence of the Lambs. Mm. So that will be interesting. Uh... But basically, until next time, don't you go changing. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Uh, bye-bye.